0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy. Celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: Show. With Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. And Ali Dean. I really am rugged
0: with you. Ooh.
1: It's,
2: it's
0: early
1: Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like walking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up, brother. we we'll going beat me in the caddy. What am I going to do? Why don't you try hitting a little left?
3: And why don't you try backing oh. up? Give me just a little room?
1: Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogeys. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball. I Moving my head. Yeah. I'm laying it off. Well, thank you. I'm pronating. When you're not suiting me, I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing film. Has... Unfold the launch here! Step right up. Like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole.
2: Save me from the double bogey blues. Gunga,
4: Yes, welcome into the golf show on the fan. 680 and 937. Alongside alongside Ollie Dean, I'm Derek Thomas here. You're missing the uh, the, the the sultry tones of BK. He's out of studio. He's always busy, he's always on location at a at an undisclosed location typically. Yeah, I, think he's, um, I think he's in a bunker somewhere. Yeah, it was supposed to be just me and Ollie today, from what we understood. However, Ollie insisted that we bring on a special a special guest. Apparently, he does work in the media, so we'll allow him to have some time. Uh, no, your normal host, Brian Katrick, joins us. Brian, where are you?
3: <laughs> I'm hosting PGA Tour Live for the BMW Championship. We had a 7.30 a.m. start this morning, so... Uh, got us just just i stepped out i said guys you guys care you deal with this i gotta call Derek and ollie and so they let me do it
4: much more important things to do in atlanta with the flagship yeah so well yeah at least at least we knew about this a little bit earlier and so we had plenty of time to prepare but lots going on we've got we've got to get to the Ryder cup picks are coming up um we've got east lake just next week we got some Controversy with Phil in the USGA, always controversy with Brooksy and Bryson. Plenty to talk about. But speaking of Bryson, he's kind of stolen the show out there at the BMW Championship. BK,
3: yeah, it's been uh, been a lot of fun. Uh, before we get in the BMW, I real quick, just want to say oh, thanks sure. to all the folks out at Pine Tree. The Tuesday, they had they had their the memorial golf tournament for Gene Siller, the Red Pants Memorial. And uh, it's going to be a yearly thing. Everybody's familiar with the story by now, and and we've talked about it a bunch. But um, just it was it was such a wonderful day of of healing and and celebration. And and Ashley Jean's uh, Jean's widow was was there, and uh, we weren't. Sh- nobody knew exactly what to expect. Ashley is an utter rock star. She was. She was so energetic and uplifting and driving forward. And she said, "You never know how strong you you are until strong is your only option." And it was so inspirational to see her. And you just wish her all the best. But for uh, for the folks at Pine Tree, Tanner Tanner Farr and uh, Blair Lacey and Brian Panosian and uh, Diane McPherson organized the 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 whole online auction they all they raised a quarter of a million dollars and the money's not going to the Siller family Ashley said we're going to be fine uh, it's it's to set up scholarships in Gene's name for junior golf he's got two boys and she said this is exactly what he would want to do so let's let's do this for the kids so uh, Brad Nycom the general manager uh, and and guys guys like Rob Waters from Cleveland Strixon who called everybody he knew on tour, and he knows everybody. Uh, uh, Jason Bone was there. Larry Nelson was there. Andy Bean came up from Florida. He has no connection, just came up because he wanted to come support. So everybody that that was either members of the club or somehow was involved, just I want to say thank you because it was ridiculous, the, uh, the amount of support, and so cool to see everybody there a double shotgun. Scott Geary with the Georgia PGA brought a bunch of club professionals out there. And the the section is working with the Siller family. So it's an awful story and it doesn't, you know, it it can't end very well, but this was a wonderful step in a great direction. And it was, it was a great day. So I just wanted to say that, uh, that then as soon as that was over with on Tuesday uh, traveled and got ready and, uh, and made the move. And now we're doing the BMW championship. So, Uh, A run to the tour championship this week. We're starting with 70 players and we're going to cut down to 30. Now it turns out we're only going to start with 69 players because Patrick Reed, uh, you guys are going to talk about it with Ryder cup, but Patrick Reed has a bad ankle. And then then went to the hospital. Yes. Was, was battling uh, some pneumonia and I guess, I guess some pneumonia. He's battling double pneumonia. Well, he's out of the hospital, Got out of the hospital on Sunday. Uh, we've lost track of how the ankle was because Patrick Reed started 26th in FedEx Cup points. He's right now the guy that keeps getting bumped to 30. He may or may not make it to the Tour Championship. So let's just pretend even that he does make it. He makes it on points, and then he slides in in the 29th or 30th spot. What kind of position or what kind of what kind of shape is Patrick Reed going to be in to play? How's the ankle going to be? And how's his health going to be with the with double pneumonia, Ollie? That's, uh, those are the questions for Patrick Reed. There's there's one guy that could get eliminated this week that didn't even play for a
2: spot. Yeah, a lot of unknowns with his health situation. Um, but it's also a question that Steve Stricker has to ask. I mean, Patrick Reed's pretty high up in the Ryder Cup standings, and I will we'll get more in-depth on in that later in the show, but a lot of variables for Patrick Reed towards the end of the year.
3: Yeah, so he's one of the guys that – might get eliminated. As of this morning, there was only one player, Max Homa, who had started 30th was projected out. Sergio, I forget where Sergio was starting, but he has, Sergio's up, up in the top five of this golf tournament. He's projected to play his way in. Usually this week you get two or three. You don't get more than that. You don't get five and six and you never get zero. There's always someone that has a bad week and falls out. And the last week, gets bumped from the tour championship field. Well, why does that matter? Well, for these guys, if you're not exempt to the major championships, if you make the tour championship field, all of a sudden you are fully exempt and you are in all the majors, all the short fields, all the invitationals. Uh, Anyone in the top 125 has a full PGA tour card, but they don't get in everything. For example, the Arnold Palmer Invitational is a short field event. The Memorial is a short field event. You're going to get in the players championship, but you wouldn't necessarily get in the majors. But if you get in the top 30, that's why making it to East Lake is so special for these guys. That is the full golden ticket. You are in everything, including the masters top 30 in FedEx cup points. So Patrick Reed is obviously already in. He's a master's champion. Sergio is obviously already in. He's a master's champion. For the purpose of this discussion, Max Homa, who's the guy that would get bumped out, would already be in because he won at Riviera this year. But there are other guys that aren't in any other way. And this may be their only – Eric Von Royen is trying to play his way in and may not make it. And that's going to be his only way in some of these events. So there's a lot at stake Today, which makes it really interesting, guys, because you got the battle at the top. You got Patrick Cantlay and Bryson DeChambeau tied for the lead, and we're we're talking about guys trying to win a golf tournament, and that's really cool. But there's this other battle in the middle that today is just as cool, and it's not something we ever see in golf. It's just the playoff events, and specifically today, it's uh, it's a really cool thing, and that's what we're going to have today at uh, Caves Valley in Maryland.
2: Yeah, I think it's really interesting if you go to where people are projected going into the final round today. Um, Hudson Swafford's at 31. He's moved up nine spots this week. Um, KH Lee's 32. He's moved up five. Eric Von Royen, you mentioned, he's at 33. He's moved up 12 spots this week. Um, You mentioned Sergio that started 44 and now he's 27. I think the interesting thing is, you know, go to your PGA Tour leaderboard, you know, click on the file of FedEx Cup projections, Because this is going to get really interesting. And the guys that are on the bubble right now are playing really, really well. Um, You've got Hudson at 15, Cage Lee at 12, Eric Von Royan at minus 14. You know, these guys are trying their best, to your point, to get to that top 30. Because not only does it mean we'll get to see them next week at the tour championship, but to your point, there's a lot that goes along with it. So, a lot of guys fighting for for status. I should say, elite status on the tour for next year. So it be a fascinating day. And I've got to say this. I was never really a huge fan of the FedEx Cup playoffs um, when it first started. I didn't think golf needed a playoff system. But the last couple of years, the drama going into the last few weeks has been fascinating. Um, and couple that with, you know, Ryder Cup implications, you know, chance to get into major championships.
4: It, it really makes things very interesting. Ollie, do you enjoy, Brian, do you enjoy as well, or do you think, I don't want to use the word fair, but you, they get such a tremendous amount of points for these uh, these playoff victories. I believe you get 500 p- points for a regular win on tour. I shouldn't say regular win, but you know, um, during the regular season, 500 points comes with a victory in these FedEx in the FedEx playoffs. You get 2,000 points when you win an event. That we, that's why we saw Tony Finau just vault up to to the top of the standings. Um, how do you guys like that? I think t- to to Ollie's point, I think. That's what adds to this drama. There's so much on the line uh, just in these four rounds of golf.
3: Yeah, so there may be – there used to be more. It used to be 2,500. Okay. Uh, They've taken it down to 2,000. Atlanta's own Heath Slocum was an example of that. He was 123rd, I believe, in FedExCup points, or maybe 124th. He won the first event at Liberty National, and he went up to second, first or second, from, from basically last in the field to first because they, you know, it basically took the entire regular season and it threw it away because of one week. Well, you want to tell me these weeks are more important, that's great. It, you're doing it artificially, you know, but uh, so there's, there's a mix. I think that was maybe too important. But the other side of it is if you don't give more points for the playoffs, then you can have a guy lock it up way before the playoffs start they can lock up all their spots and then maybe not play in the playoff events and then there isn't that playoff pressure in that atmosphere you want to create it and yes they're creating it artificially i get it that's what the critics have said yes they created it artificially but they created it so that's why you gotta have you gotta have something it's 500 for a regular win 550 for a world golf championship event 600 for a major but it's 2000 for a playoff win well, whose season would you rather have, uh, Bryson's, which included a major, or Finau's, which included a you know his 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 win is is a playoff event. Uh, Bryson got eleven hundred points for his two wins. Finau got two thousand points for his one win. Well, I think you'd take Arnold Palmer and and the U.S. Open over the Northern Trust every day that ends in Y. However, in order to make the playoffs more interesting and unskippable you got to do it that way,
4: well, that, and uh, you yeah. know,
3: that's what they've done. I would argue that's
4: the beauty. Uh, excuse me, Ali. Go ahead.
2: I was going to say, even I think the fact that there's only three playoff events has precluded people from skipping. Even when there was the points restructure, when there were four playoff events, I remember I think it was Rory set out. I think a couple of other players that were really high on the list set out. You just can't sit out now with that many points at stake and only three playoff events. You you have to play.
4: Well, that's to my point. Is that's the beauty of the structure of East Lake at the Tour Championship. You can't skip that one. You have to go there and you have to finish the drill. And you can be up by ten thousand points. That only gives you the one stroke over the rest of the field. You still have to finish the drill, as Coach Rick would say, if you want that ten million dollars. There's no skipping the final event.
3: Yeah, it's it's two strokes now. It's uh, the winners going to oh. start at ten under. Second place is going to start at eight. And it's fifteen million now, up to the winner. <laughs> so, um, I had that
4: earlier, and then know, I uh, I went back and because yeah, no I was quit. so used to the ten so million, you got to trust your gut. Fifteen yeah, sounds great.
3: Yeah, trust your gut. So, you know, here's the contrast, right? And we obviously love the folks at the Tour Championship, and I love this because the reality is this is the best way to do it. Uh, the critics don't like that. Uh, the the fictitious you know scenario, and we used to have this. The fictitious scenario is. Tiger goes and wins three majors, and he wins six or seven events. How is, that guy not, how is that guy not your champion? And I don't care what he shoots at the Tour Championship. That's the guy that had the best season. That's supposed to be your champion. Vijay won nine times in one of the seasons. That's got to be your winner and included in his nine wins, luckily, were two playoff events, and he clinched, the tour ch- he clinched the actual FedEx Cup before the Tour Championship happened. So they made this system so that can't happen. But you know what? If a guy's going to be that dominant, he better be your winner. Now, in reality, today's day and age, the, the field is so much more level. We don't have a tiger that's head and shoulders above everybody else right now. Uh, those VJ seasons are few and far between. So this system's going to work and it's going to work very well. But if you do have one of those, then I think that's the next time you're going to hear the complaints. You know, the, the, the blog and podcast crowd is going to complain no matter what, but you know, <laughs> the legitimate complaints will come if a guy has a dominating season. And then you tell me he's not the winner this year.
2: Yeah. I think that's a challenge that every sport that, that has kind of evolved into a playoff structure faces uh, whether it's NASCAR and a guy, you know, has an amazing season but then you know doesn't win at homestead. There's a difference now between driver of the year or player of the year and your playoff champion. And I think if you're gonna have yeah. a playoff system, then no matter whether you win, you know, fourteen games during the regular season, if you don't win the Super Bowl, you're not a champion. So the regular season simply is meant to to set up the playoffs. Now there's a great deal of history and who we look at as the best player of the year um, before there was a playoff system. And to your point, Vijay was clearly the best player of the year. Um, many, many times, whether you know Tiger won the Tour Championship or not, he was the best player of the year. But if you're going to evolve to a playoff system, you've got to give everybody in the playoffs a chance to, to be that champion crowned at the end of the year. So I, I like it. And I love what the Tour Championship did in eliminating you know, having a FedEx Cup champion and a Tour champion having the ability to be separate. Um, I think you can argue about the weighting of the points, but it was always confusing when you had you know two guys holding trophies at the end of a tournament.
3: Yeah, it's great. One leaderboard. It, it, two trophies wasn't as big a problem as two leaderboards. Uh, one leaderboard. It's that's all we got to pay attention to. That's why we're starting the guy at ten. We're starting the next guy at eight. One leaderboard. Very easy to consume. Uh, that guy can have as many trophies as you want to give him. <laughs> I don't care how many trophies he wins. He's going for the big one but one leaderboard it's we're we're not playing 72 holes of stroke play golf for once in the season. We don't play the match play week, but uh, we're doing something else at the tour championship, trying to crown a season long champion. And that's what they do. Uh, There have been tweaks along the way. It worked out very well last year. I think it's going to work out very well this year. So that's where we are. And that's what we're trying to do. And I think you boys understand it. And, uh, and I think you boys understand what I'm doing. And you also understand that I got to go back in there uh, because they're playing right now. And I'm supposed to be at work right now.
4: Well, get there on out know. of there, BK. We appreciate you joining us. And speaking of where you are, I know where you'll be next week, correct? Next Sunday morning, you guys will be at East Lake yes. for the Tour Championship.
3: Hopefully all of us, Derek. We got to bring you out to the Tour Championship. <laughs> well, good, and hopefully everybody uh, listening luck.
4: will be out there as well. Yes, yes. Yes, we Absolutely.
3: will be live at East Lake next Sunday morning, and we're very excited about it.
4: Well, we appreciate you uh, taking a little time, BK. Get back to uh, get back to what you got to get to. We know you're a busy man, and uh, we're looking forward to watching the the end of the BMW. Have a good call.
3: PGA Tour Live. It's on right now. You don't have to wait for it to come on TV. We're on right
4: now. Right, right at 10 o'clock when the golf show is over, people will be more we than... We are on at 7.30, Derek. Yeah, we and then everybody came you. over don't to the golf to show. The
1: audience. We're working
3: harder than you are. Well, yeah, luckily, now. <laughs> luckily everyone
4: has the app worldwide. That everybody's listening to the golf show, and then they can flip over to you guys. Uh, okay, fine. No, just get to <laughs> Go get them, BK. Enjoy. We will talk to you on next week. All right, you got it. See you, BK. Oh, BK, we love uh, we love having him around. Yeah, we, we we weren't planning on having BK, and it's always great to have his insight as he as right there. You know, calling the action. Nobody in the middle of the action as much as BK. Uh, just running point for that. He runs point, and they got people all over the place when he's running point for these golf. Like the the way. I I don't know if he has been running point this week. I actually haven't been able to listen to a lot of the time he does that. And he's just you know he's throwing it from eighteen to. To to back to ten, back to him, back to the guy doing interviews, and seems like a lot of logistics. But they they do a great broadcast. We're happy to have BK around here. So we talked a little bit about uh, Bryson, the BMW Ryder Cup PGA Championship, uh, the Tour Championship, I should say. Ryder Cup points, plenty to get to. Um, but coming up next, we had one of the one of the greatest questions in golf was answered last week. Ollie, really? Songs have been written about this question. The the analysts, the talking heads, the fans, the other players have been wondering about this question. It was answered last week. We'll get to it next on The Golf Show on The Fan, 680-937-FM.
0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
5: First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
4: question we've all had, Ollie. When will Tony Fino win again? Yeah, but, he is a human ATM, but he's right. What will we remember? What, what band's cool stylings are we listening to right now? I feel like I need to take a nap. This is a gentleman on YouTube. I had it. When will Tony Finau win again? Um, I think last week. The answer... The answer, we finally got the answer. Tony Finau wins just his second event, the first since 2016, when he won the, uh, the Puerto Rico Open. Had to do it thanks to uh, Hurricane Henri. Did it, did it one day late. Had to finish it up on a Monday. But just uh, a huge win for Tony. Uh, we should mention, by the way, he won in a playoff over Cameron Smith, who just continues to impress a uh, very bright young star out of uh, Australia. We'll we'll see a lot of him. Not to get us too off tra- too off track. I think Cameron Smith is going to win the Masters one day.
2: Uh, I wouldn't doubt that. Uh, great putter, um, really good competitor, uh, and obviously he's had a great year this year. And uh, and I like him. He's feisty. Remember when he got into the uh, the old Patrick Reed thing at the Presidents Cup?
4: Yeah, he's uh, he, he well, he's an Aussie, You know, he'll get after you. Uh, and, yeah, Cameron having a great a great year. He he vaulted up. Near the top with uh, finishing in a tie for first last week at the at the Northern Trust, he's played well here at, at the BMW as well. But again, Tony Fienau, um one of the top players in the world. I, I mean, I don't want to call him a superstar only because he hasn't had the results. He's yet to win a major. He hasn't won a lot of tournaments, but he's always up there. He's a uh, he's he's got fantastic game. You know, mashes the ball, uh, a lot of fun to watch. But one of the best things about Tony is from what I hear, I've never had the pleasure to meet him, he is one of the most likable guys on tour from what I hear. And I'm glad to see him playing so well. I'm glad to get him to get that monkey off of his back. Some of that media pressure had been building. And I mean, literally, that that song was was written uh, like 18 months ago. I mean, people have been talking about when is Tony Finau going to win for two, three, four years now? Because he's such a promising golfer. He just hasn't had the results uh, on the course and, again, just happy to see it for him. Glad to see his form picking up because he will be in the Ryder Cup. And he seems like a guy that seems like a great Ryder Cup teammate, not only because he's, he's an excellent player, but just a good guy to be around. And uh, good to see his game improving as we do head towards the Ryder Cup coming up next month.
2: Yeah, certainly has been in the Ryder Cup before, so has Ryder Cup experience. Um, and obviously Steve Stricker's watching leaderboards as closely as anybody in the world right now. So I think he was happy to see Finau um, move up to – a position that if he holds it, and I know it's tight between he and Xander right now for that sixth and seventh spot, and the Ryder Cup only takes six automatic bids, and then it's six captain's picks. I think it's a nice choice, um, regardless of whether he qualifies. But I think it makes it easier for Steve Stricker to to pick him, um, or not have to pick him, but be able to pick Xander or somebody else.
4: Yeah, whether he's in automatically or he's a captain's pick, we will see Tony Ra- Tony Fino in the Ryder Cup. And now it's time for Who's Driving? Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges,
1: you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the tee for you. Call Ray Cell at 404 964 4185 to schedule an appointment.
4: Time again for Who's Driving. Thanks again always to Ray Judice. He's there for you if you need him. Be careful out there. Who's Driving? This is always Bryson DeChambeau, Tiger Woods, Rory R- McIlroy, Brooks Capco, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, these guys that bomb it. 340, 350, 360, who cares? Bryson's hitting it on the par fours and one. He's hitting nine irons, sand wedges into par fives. You don't always have to bomb at 340, 350 to, to do it well, and one of our favorite examples of that is, is uh the living legend now he's a living legend i meant to make that tease earlier we've got a, another feat from a living legend Bernhard. we, we have that really long tease
2: for the tony female song yeah so. that's true well that was exciting if you only so a long much.
4: tease a lot well i had to bu- i had to make people <laughs> hopefully that give, was a context. give some context give some give some context for it yeah i know uh but uh, it's okay Ollie. we're moving along uh Bernhard langer the point of the the story Bernhard langer shot his age uh i believe it was friday it on works. the PGA Tour champions, uh, they're th- having the Ally Challenge out at Warwick Hills up in New York. Uh, Bernhard now, currently the co-leader with Doug Barron, but uh, Bernhard Langer, sixty-four years old, on his sixty-fourth birthday. Yeah, that's a fascinating. Drops to sixty-four. Story.
2: First chance to shoot your age, being sixty-four, and he goes out and does it. And actually made a comment before the round that it'd be really cool to go out and give himself a birthday present of shooting his age. And then does it, and uh, he is amazing. Bernard Longer has, has reinvented himself so many times on the putting green. I think he's had more different. putting yeah, he had the long strokes long utilized. Time, yeah. he's had the claw. He's had the long putter. Then he went to the. I think he had the belly putter for a while. If there's a putting system out there, Bernard Longer has done it, and you know continues to to stay atop leaderboards. Um, not too long ago in the Masters, um, outplayed Bryson DeChambeau. I think in the same group um consistently outplays tour professionals at augusta so uh pretty amazing and by all accounts he is an absolute gym rat the the dude just oh, is his yeah. incredible shape and and really just works on his game so I mean, yeah, much yeah we talked you talk about you're talking about
4: competing in the masters he, he just certainly doesn't look 64 years old mm. uh but yeah just real quick going for his uh 42nd PGA Tour Champions victory, just four four shy of Hale Irwin. H- Hale Irwin, I re- I still remember them. Some of my first exposure for back when it was just the Senior Tour, the Champions Tour. Now, uh, Hale Irwin was winning every other event. So, uh, but yeah, now forty one in the bag for uh, Bernhard Langer, Langer, and he will go for uh, trying to catch up with Hale Irwin, and he should be able to do it. But again, it just shows how many different ways uh, can be done. As he, you know, he he and Bryson were in the final group there at the Masters. He outplayed him. He beat him. Um, the speaking of folks having their way with Bryson, Brooksy and Bryson. We can't go out, we can't go a week without saying the phrase Brooksy and Bryson. Now I want them. They're, they're going to try to get along. Now I want it to be like a buddy cop movie, Brooksy and Bryson, or maybe like a, a really cher- terrible sitcom. But they're both going to be on the Ryder Cup team. We know that, yes. uh, but, uh, with good reason. Two of the best players on the face of the planet.
2: Yeah, they're, they're automatically qualified. It's not going to be an option. They're on the team.
4: They are on the team. They
2: will not be playing together.
4: Yeah, that's, so that's, that's an interesting point. People ask Brooks about it. You know, how are you going to get along with Bryson? And I was a little surprised in his, in his response. He wasn't, I, I would have said, you know, we're teammates this week. I, you know, that, all that's water under the bridge. We're, we're here to win the Ryder Cup for America. We're going to put personal things aside. He didn't really say that. He said, I can deal with anybody for a week. Uh, so th- th- they really yeah, aren't friendly. That was like two weeks ago. Okay.
2: Um, I-, I think the most relevant story out is Steve Stricker was quoted. I think it was the New York Post and probably some other media outlets as well where he said he's talked to both players. This is squashed um, was his exact words. And obviously I think one of the more difficult jobs in professional golf is to be a Ryder Cup captain. Because you're dealing with a lot of individual egos in a very individual sport. And so to bring everybody together to be in a team format is very, very challenging. And obviously this was something that was on the captain Steve Stricker's radar for a long time. So he reached out to both golfers. Um, I think they've probably agreed for the benefit of the team um, to move forward and uh, have a lot of uh, less anonymity (laughs) across social media platforms. And I think it's good. I think Steve Stricker's done the right thing. I think Bryson and Brooks will do the right thing. They clearly will not be paired together, um, but you know they'll coexist in in the the team room and they'll coexist in the locker room. And I think both are mature enough that they'll put this behind them.
4: I certainly hope so. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like it'll be that big of a story again. They're not going to be playing together in the same group.
2: Look, at the end of the day,
4: I would I would doubt very seriously
2: if these are the only two Ryder Cup competitors in the history of the sport that didn't really like each other. Um, you know, we don't see what goes on in the locker room, but I guarantee you there's been many a team room filled with a couple of guys that didn't really care for one well, another.
4: Well, that's always going to be the case, but you have to respect everyone else on your team. Yeah, you know, and I when, think they when, will. On a football team, basketball team, baseball team, you're not going to get whatever it is, 25, 50, however many guys, to all like each other. But you have to respect each other and – do think that they respect each other um, that might be a stretch exactly that's yeah. why that's why I'm not well, he, sold on it they but they be, could I, I I'm surprised they don't have more respect for each other in the way they've handled most of this but again it's probably not as big an issue as a lot of folks in the media might want to make it be
2: well, I think it's been fun you know there it haven't is. been any you know blows thrown and we're so. getting eyes on the on the it's sport like People we're having- are talking about it. Yeah, it's not like we're having, you know, after practice fights during two-a-days. So you know, let's put it in perspective of what it really is. It's a it's a nice little spat between two really affluent professional athletes and the rest of the world has had some fun with it.
4: We're just watching.
2: Um but I think there will be some senior leadership on the team that will do some things to if there is still some unease or some tension to lift it, remember what Justin Thomas did with Patrick Reed after he had the rules kind of fiasco in the bunker. And then went to the President's Cup. Um, you know, Justin Thomas, you know, made some jokes in a bunker about, hey, you know, did I, did I move any sand? And he's got like a pail and he's building a sandcastle. So I think the senior leadership will have some fun between the two if there's still some tension. But at the end of the day, you know, they're professional athletes. They'll put this behind them. They'll move forward and they'll try and bring a Ryder Cup home for the USA at Whistling Straits. So we're talking about senior leadership.
4: Event. Senior leadership on the Ryder Cup team, is that like, so these guys get into it and then DJ comes over and is like, Yay,
2: I'm so <laughs> excited.
4: Guys, you guys should stop fighting. Uh, I think Justin Thomas has played enough Ryder Cups that
2: I would consider him leadership. So
4: It's not Dustin Johnson? No, not, no, not Vinny Barbarino. I don't think <laughs> he's going to be the one. We love Dustin. We love Dustin. Well, Brooks and Bryson, as we said, they're automatically in, even if, even if they weren't qualified, that obviously be captains' picks. So they're two two of the best players in the world. One guy that's probably not the best player, one of the best players in the world anymore, but Ollie. Ollie's still trying to push him.
2: No, hold on. Hold on uh, okay, so. sorry. I'm just starting. Strength? I'm just starting to. I'm just, not, to get you, I'm just trying to get you. I'm trying to get campaigning it for Phil Mickelson to be on the Ryder Cup. Tonight. Well, it's good Holly because he's the rational won't. voice in the room that says anyone that dismisses that he is still not in consideration <laughs> is being very foolish. Right. Well,
4: now. that's kind of the point. Yeah, we don't like to give Phil too much credit around here, but Phil, as he has struggled a little bit down the stretch, he did. However, he made it in to the BMW Championship by the skin of his teeth. And uh, earlier this week, this is some, some audio from Phil. He, he sounded pretty excited about uh, his chances as he entered as a long shot in the tournament. Who
3: is ready to ball? This guy. This guy's ready to ball. I'm in last place. Nothing to lose. Go for broke. Put it all out there. Lay it all on the line. I'm ready to ball.
4: So Phil, feeling excited about, uh, earlier this week going into the BM, BMW Championship. And uh, unfortunately, he hasn't, he hasn't, uh-oh, can you still hear me? I have some trouble with my mic. Uh, he, yeah, pull yourself in a little bit more. Yeah, am I okay? All right. Um, he, uh, he hasn't played poorly. Well, he hasn't played well. He is, what, at three under? I believe he's a little bit further back. And unfortunately, we, we did hear him admit, I'm in last place. And that's in the FedEx Cup standings. And he, he really was looking to improve upon that but unfortunately i'm in last place phil continues to let us know i'm in last place so we know that about phil he's i'm in last place and unfortunately his 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 tone seemed to change a little bit later in the week he seemed to kind of redo that audio who is ready to lose this guy this guy's ready to lose i'm in last place nothing to lose go for broke put it all out there lay it all on the line I'm right the booth. All right, is that enough, Ollie?
2: Yeah, that's that's All right, probably well, two minutes too uh, much.
4: Uh, unfortunately, yeah, Phil is is not going to be making it to next week in, uh at the East Lake, and, uh, and it doesn't seem that he would be a shoe in. We we should we should admit, as he won the PGA this year, um, he still has been impressive. He's had an impressive year, and Ollie, do so. I mean, uh, basically, I'll just open up to you. We we're, let's talk about Ryder Cup. We know who's in.
2: Well, we don't know who's
4: in yet. Well, we know, we know the, the quali- or I'm sorry. We know... No, we don't we know, know until the amount. end of
2: this week who well, is Well, we know...
4: In. Certain, some guys have already automatic, automatically qualified, is what I'm well, saying. Well, no,
2: what I'm saying is we won't know who's automatically qualified until the end of this tournament. So, right. five and six are still... Five, six, seven are still in play. Um, but,
4: but we but do know Colin six. Morikawa, DJ, D- Justin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Koepka, Justin Thomas, not officially locked in, but they have, they have qualified. Essentially, yeah. With, so with the
2: Tony Finow, as we talked about earlier, and Xander Shafley, they're going to battle for that sixth automatic bid, and then the u s team um, through Steve Stricker as the captain, will have six captains picks um, and I think that's too many i i I would reduce that. I think six is too many. It puts too much pressure on the captain of, of how you fill out half of your team um, as opposed to objectively you know having an opportunity to you know have eight automatically qualify and then pick four. Uh, but we'll see how that plays out because the European team has nine automatic qualifiers and and their captain only gets to pick three. So it'll be interesting. But I just think six is too many. But I digress. There are six options that will be open to Steve Stricker to fill his team at the end of this week. And I think it's fascinating who may be on that list. Um, Plenty
4: of options.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Tony Finau is in that sixth spot right now. Let's say he holds on to it. That means you've got... Tony's to... in.
4: All right? I mean, now we're talking about picks. He's got a, He's almost... He's, he's likely... He's got a chance to be an automatic qualifier. And even without that, isn't... Don't you think Tony's got to be a shoe-in as a captain's pick?
2: I think Tony and Xander are in regardless of where they shuffle out. So let's say that, you know, there are five picks left. And I think it would be an easy argument to say Jordan Spieth, who is on the outside looking in right now, is an automatic pick. So that means you really have four picks left. And that's where it gets fascinating. Um, If you go down the list of of where people are in the standings, you've got Harris English next, then Patrick Reed. We already touched on his health issues. Not sure if that's going to be a viable pick or even an option for Steve Stricker. Obviously, I think you'd want Captain America on the team uh, then Patrick Cantlay, who is playing himself onto the team probably this week, um, shooting you know, an incredible three rounds so far.
4: He does have a chance to make himself an automatic qualifier if he were to win today, as he is tied for the lead at the BMW Championship with Bryson DeChambeau, both 2-21 uh, under, 3-up on J M. But
2: Yeah, and then Daniel Berger, Webb Simpson, Scotty Scheffler, Billy Horschel, and then a few more spots after that, still in 19th place is Phil. So I, I think St- Stricker's got... Some some decisions to make. Whereas I don't think there's that many decisions on the European side. I mean if you look at who's in, let's just look at who's out. Poulter, Rose, Garcia. If you've got three picks, Poulter, Rose, Garcia. How
4: about Sergio this week? He's surging.
2: Well, as we talked about earlier, started forty-fourth in FedEx Cup Point standings, now moved up to twenty-seventh. So it looks like he may hold on and get into the tour championship. Um, will not play his way in. He's too far down on the list to do that, so he'll have to be a captain's pick. But if you're a captain of the European team, Coulter, Rose, Garcia. I mean, those are your picks, right? I mean, there's nobody really else. Alex Noren, can you make an argument for him?
4: He hasn't done enough in the last few years that we've wanted him to, I would say. But yeah, you get those are three solid veterans. There's no doubt about that.
2: Yeah, so if Steve Stricker wants a solid veteran, then he's going to take Phil Mickelson. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, making my point. Phil. Making well, my point. With, Phil is still relevant so on the right Are you taking team. Phil Mickelson over M- Harris English?
2: Am I taking if I'm Steve Stricker? Yeah. No.
4: Okay.
2: No, I mean, I'm looking at Scotty Scheffler. I'm looking at Harris English. Oh, I'm Web, looking Webb at Webb
4: Simpson. He's been there before.
2: Yeah, Webb Simpson for some you know veteran leadership. Uh, Billy Horschel, I think, is a really good match play player. Um, yeah, okay. He would certainly be someone that I would consider. Um, but no, I'm not. If I'm the captain, I'm not taking Phil Mickelson. And my think, argument is. In the politics of golf and where Phil stands in that political structure of golf, he is certainly still in play.
4: That's fair. I I jokingly dismiss him just because we like to give Phil a hard time. And my big push for Kisner uh, a few weeks ago, he showed us in in that playoff, he showed us the medal that is the reason I like to think of him as being a a chance or would be a solid captain's pick. Unfortunately, just the recent form – Probably doesn't make him an option. But, again, I mean, between Harris English, Daniel Berger, Webb Simpson, Scotty Scheffler, Billy Horschel, uh, again, and then Patrick Cantlay, Patrick, or, uh, Patrick Reed, Jordan Spieth, they've pretty much got to be in there. Who's in next week at Eastlake? That's the real question. We know who else. We know who will be there. That's Ollie Dean, Brian Katrick. It's a great time to be an Atlanta sports fan And we'll talk about one of the biggest reasons as it's coming up next week. And it's all next on The Golf Show, on The Fan, 680-937-FM.
5: A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: Welcome back to The Golf Show, your Sunday morning tea time with Brian Katrick and Ollie Dean. This is Atlanta's Golf Station, The Fan.
4: Ollie Dean is here with you. Brian Katrick out on assignment covering the BMW Championship. Doing a great job, as we know. Uh, Derek Thomas is in here for Brian, helping run in the ship. Uh, Ollie... It's a great time to be an Atlanta sports fan. Are it's always a great that?
2: time to be an Atlanta sports fan. But what specifically are you talking most, about there?
4: Most of the time it is a great time to be as an Atlanta sports fan. Unfortunately, it's not always. Look, I'm from Cleveland.
2: Okay. It's always a great time to be an Atlanta that's, sports that's fan.
4: That's fair. I'll give you that. Well, you guys got a more recent championship than we do. But uh, the Braves making a run. They'll, they'll be on the fan a little later today. Uh, 120 playing against the Giants. Ian Anderson's back. But the Braves have a four and a half game lead. You know the Falcons have a new coaching staff, new front office. I am aware of that. Yes. Exciting time to be a Falcons fan. Coach Jeff Collins continues a turnaround, promising turnaround at Georgia Tech.
2: Wait, is he turning around Georgia Tech or is just promising?
4: It's 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 a, it's a promising turnaround. So is he's what promising
2: I'm a turnaround, or you're uh, thinking that it's he's, promising he's, that there will be a
4: turnaround? I don't know if he's promised a turnaround. He said there, you know, he's turning oh, he around.
2: Probably mentioned that during his
4: interview. Yeah, he's he's turning around. There, it's, it's it's a promising time to be a Georgia Tech fan. People are picking Georgia to be in the college football playoff. Some of them be picking Georgia to win the national championship.
2: Big game this weekend if they want to accomplish Huge that.
4: Huge game this weekend. The fan will be all over it. You know all about that. All the boys up there in Charlotte. Speaking of being on site for big events, Ollie, you and BK will be out at Eastlake next week. And there's a lot of money on the line.
2: $15 $15 million.
4: Really, more than that. I mean, I, I read, through, through the entire Fed, like if you just get into the FedEx, you're guaranteed like, like $101,000, I think it is, if you finish in the top 70 or even get in. Uh, the FedEx giving $60 million away as bonuses throughout the FedEx Cup. So, I mean, even the guy, if you just get in the FedEx Cup, you're guaranteed, what is it, a few hundred thousand dollars, I believe. So there's a lot of money on the line, not just, not just for finishing first and grabbing that $15 million prize
2: yeah I think every one of the top thirty that qualify probably have enough in their bank account that they 're probably circling that fifteen million dollar prize not they 're not worried about the appearance fee
4: so yeah top ten if you finish in tenth, you get eight hundred and thirty thousand dollars so Sergio uh, one of the big stories of it of it he's he 's one of the the guys that has surged from outside the top thirty into the top thirty there 's still some guys to look at. We mentioned Patrick Reed, not even in the tournament. Kind of sitting on the uh sitting on the bubble watching everyone or else around unfortunately our boy Kevin Kisner has dropped he's down seven spots he's down at thirty eight these are current projected standings if if the tournament ended right now after fifty four holes um uh, some guys already out there uh what are you looking at as you guys get ready to go to Eastlake next week
2: well the great thing about Eastlake and this is why. Again, I suggest every golf fan in Atlanta buy a ticket and go out there. It's a Is, lot of fun. Yeah, it's the 30 best players of the year um, that are going to be competing for really amazing stakes. To your point, but more importantly, history. I mean, a chance to hoist that FedEx Cup trophy on the 18th green. Um, I think the tournament does an amazing job of you know accommodating its fans. I think they've done things to make it easier, as we talked about earlier. You know, there's one leaderboard, there's one trophy in the nines, you're going to have a par five finishing hole. There's just everything that you could want as a golf fan at that event in a very intimate environment. So so get out there, buy your tickets. Allison Fillmore's waiting on you. She's got the red carpet rolled out. What I'm looking forward to is great golf. Um, certainly don't have any predictions when you put 30 of the best golfers on the planet in the room. It's kind of hard to decide who's going to walk out as the champion. I will say one of the fascinating things about today, though, is it sets the field. It sets not only the field, but it also sets where you start in that field. So there's a lot of important shots out there waiting at the BMW Championship to decide how much of a chance you have, or or how much of an advantage you'll have going into the first round at East Lake. So important day today.
4: Yeah, Patrick and Can- Patrick Cantlay and Bryson DeChambeau both with a chance if they were to pull it off today. I um, am I right in assuming they both would be e- a win from either would vault them into the first place in the standings?
2: Yeah, depending on if Tony Finau shoots lights out today and gets back up on the leaderboard, he'd still be in that discussion as well. Um, So it'll be fascinating. One of the fascinating things I'm looking for today is, you know, can Bryson close this deal? Um, Obviously, you know, Mm -hmm. had an amazing year, would be in the discussion for the player of the year standings. talk about that next week. But, you know, he shot 30 on the front side and then – Blew remember up remember, on the remember back, what he did at the so. U.S. Open? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Do so. you see what he did on the back nine yesterday? We, we didn't even get time to trust to talk about it. I don't, don't might, know how much I trust Bryson in going into. He the, might have some scar
2: Ryder tissue Cup. he's dealing with, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see how he deals with that today. Uh, congratulations to the U.S. Curtis Cup team. Um, want to mention that before we leave yeah. the air? Ladies went over to uh, Great Britain
4: and Ireland. Just uh, dominant. That's thirty. Yeah, yeah. We, it's we a, win it's, that one a lot. One let's, let's try to do that. At the Ryder Cup. Let's go, boys. It want be that way? How about the boys pick it up and get us a Ryder Cup? Still. Uh, that's next That's next month. BMW Championship finishing up today. Eastlake next week. So much going on in the world of golf. Braves start at 120. It means you'll get a Ford Lidoff show at 12.05. Go Braves. Best of, the best of the podcast part coming up. Ollie and BK out at Eastlake next week. We'll talk to you then. Go Braves.
2: Thanks, everybody. It's
4: been the Golf Show on the Fan, 680-937-FM.
1: Podcastpark.com is your home for the fans' entire stable of original podcasts. If you're a true Atlanta sports fan, you need to stay connected to shows like Welcome to Atlanta, featuring Atlanta's rich history of sports legends. College football fans will love the Chuck Oliver Show podcast. Two hours of college football talk every day, all year. And baseball fans get to dive into Domino's archive of baseball legends on hardball. Subscribe to all these great shows and so many more. Anywhere you get. Get your podcasts or stream them free 24 7 at podcastpark.com, Presented by Associated Credit Union.